You're listening to Discovering Multifamily, where we discuss all educational topics in commercial real estate with an emphasis on multifamily apartment investing via syndication. And now your hosts, former NFL fullback Brian Leonard and Anthony Scandariato. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Discovering Multifamily podcast. I'm your host, Anthony Scandariato with Red Knight Properties. Thanks for being with us uh, here again, everybody. So we want to introduce a special guest here uh, with us, Mohammed Sadiq, who is a commercial real estate investor. Uh, he's also a podcast host as well, and uh, he's a pretty well-known social media authority and, and influencer. Uh, has a lot of, you know, like I mentioned, real estate experience. Um, and today we're going to talk about his his book um, and focus on the topic of what his book is uh, about, which is called The New Success Secrets, How to Build, Run, and Manage an Unstoppable Success Team. So welcome to the show, Mohammed. Thank you, Anthony, for having me. I, I, we are here about a great ride. Great. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on. I appreciate that. So we want to learn a little bit about your background, um, how you started in commercial real estate, and now you're writing books and doing all these other things. So we want to learn uh, your story. You won't believe it, Anthony, and for your for you and for your audience, I was not a real estate person at all. I have a master's in computer science. In the computer science, they teach how to talk to computers, not even talk to anybody. Right. And when when I meet people, I say, you know what? Every rich person who generated wealth, they all have one thing in common. They are they own some buildings, multifamily and single family homes, their land and all kind of real estate, real estate, real estate. I thought my focus is not on the right place, you know. So I, I, then I, that was in my intention how I started thinking about real estate. Now it's twenty years later. I own um, real estate here in U.S. in a part of uh, one we are building a small safe city, 4,000 acres in Tennessee. It's not my project. I'm a part, small part of that big project. And my partner is a reckless billionaire. He is over $10 billion person, owns over 48 businesses. And I am a student of him and a partner with him on that project, learning, working on the city together. Excellent. Because I believe in we learn by doing it, not only just when books and tapes is not good enough, you know? Right. So, and he owns over 160 miles of beachfront properties in the U.S. and around the globe. You know, I'm so honored to learn from him. He's a reckless billionaire. And uh, also, I'm originally from Pakistan. You probably know my accent is not from, you know, it's imported here. So, legally immigrant, okay. So, and also, I invest in back home, my, you know, homeland too. So, successfully. Excellent. That's that's a great story. So, um, so computer science, real, now real estate, and then now author. Uh, so let's let's. I want to hear about your book and and how we can apply it to um, the investing uh, real estate space as well. What you talk about? Yeah, the, we. I, I failed many more time. You you want me to admit it publicly? Just to let you know. So it's, we learn from our failures. In fact, I always talk about embrace your failures. That's the way we are going to learn. Don't regret, oh, what happened? I lost money. No, no, no. Learn what went wrong. Correct that mistake and move on. Apply the lesson. Don't do the same mistake again, ever. So that, uh, you know, I've done so many these little deals. And then I end up in writing a book, New Success Secrets. 
and subtitle is how to build run and manage an unstoppable success team the reason is we are successful not on your own how good i am forget about me how good my team is because they are going to do the work so once you can kind of crack the code how to build a successful uh, creating a success team we call it a success team once they are working it for their own with ambition passionate about what they do they will take you where you never even thought of yourself you doing it you know right i was thinking that way but once i work with the reckless billionaire my mentor and he is a founder of 13 standards of knowledge one of the th- standard of knowledge is also the building a you know team i said that's a great connection what i already know now i want to expand it to learn how the billionaires do you know right so so let's let's talk about can you talk a little bit about that team aspect in in your book that you mentioned and and what it what it really takes uh to build a successful team because you know as even when you're growing a company you start to realize you start to put your team in place and you realize that you know you get you start to grow and then you get to another point and then you got to grow it again so how you know is there any uh, secrets uh, per the title of your book uh to kind of help streamline that process and make it more efficient for um yeah. companies looking to grow let me give you one rest is they are, they have to get the book from amazon and then read it okay because that's like a, almost like a workbook and manual they can follow it as a new success secrets by mohammed sadiq the one is we all have a large list let me look at my calendar is a huge list or to do list is so big that is slowing us down i have no to do list whenever i get something to do i put into four d's how many four i first d is do it okay yeah. so it's over the second is date it when you are going to do it so it's not a waiting and to do list like is there's no burden on my mind do it and the third first is do it second is date it third one is delegate it if you, i'm not going to do it i give it to somebody else to do it okay of course as i said the success team is once i gave it to them they say yes i'm going to do it i don't have to follow them up what happened they will do it anyway that's the part of you know success team and the fourth d can you guess if i can't do myself i can't put a date when i'm going to do it and i cannot delegate someone else who do it i dump it that's, a, that's a great that's yeah. great if it does my any task coming to me has to fit into these four categories. So so when with the when you talk about the four Ds is it in order or you're just saying no this is the framework because if framework. you do it it's a framework yeah. Don't keep it open ended on you because open ended is going to drag you down. Oh I have so much to do I have no time and I can't focus it and you know then uh, it's really affecting your energy. you have to be feel light all the time that's the only way you can think forward and, and progress to the success no that's that's really great people can just kind of think about that in their head and as they get stuff that comes in during the day just yeah you know uh, be able to navigate their 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 life um easier which is good um if so what, me, what other I, tips can you, you give if us if you allow me i can give a one more bonus from the book sure so i was just asking yep yeah so the bonus would be it does not matter each team when you put it on a certain task 
should not be more than five to seven people member team member. Your company could be a thousand employees. However, they have to be divided into small teams. And why is that? Yeah, because they get to know each other. They are living success team. It's a very very small team. If you have a thirty people, they don't know each other, and everybody will think is somebody else will take care of that. If the small team, they can live, breathe, and focus on everything together. The way I run meeting, and let's say Anthony, you are part of my team, and there are six other people. I am going to let you know this meeting is happening at this time. You are going to let somebody else know. and then somebody else on the last person is going to let me know we'll round robin like we follow this whole i'm not going to organize the whole meeting i'm only responsible to let the next person in my team know and the next person tell the next person and the next person tell the next person i could pick up anyone in the team and let them know this is happening i'm done and then the last person is going to let me know even though i initiated the thing then i know this uh, like a telephone game you know then me everybody know this meeting is happening i don't have to worry about oh did i miss anybody which team is this i just pick one person and just i'm done see how makes it simple not large email threads are going on everyone is talking to one person at one time yeah that's that's, that's great advice um how how can i guess more people realize You know, if, if you talked about the four Ds, and then you, you talk about uh, this as well. How can more people kind of, you know, if they think they need to do everything themselves, like how can they have the more of the mentality to kind of shift things over to other team members, and you know, um, especially if you have a larger company, like you know, how to when they're used to doing things, when they're doing certain, when they're planning their business, and it's been a certain way for many years. And all of us, you know, and it's been working, but maybe not to the extent that they wanted to. You know, how quickly is it to adapt to these changes? I guess, if from what you've seen, the first of all, if you don't believe into your team can do a better job than you, you hire the wrong person in your team anyway. Right. Yeah. Most of the people they end up doing themselves. Oh no, I'm the best. I can do the best way. I can do a better way. That's why they can control freak or like they don't trust the results of your team member. and i am the completely the opposite i say i am not the person who get i know how to do it however i know anthony you are better than me you are going to produce much faster results than me i believe in you and trust in you let me know if there is something you here the task let me know if there is anything is which you need to know learn first before you can complete it you are going to adapt it and you could do it the you may t- you may tell me okay i am good with this 90% i don't know about this 10% then i will find somebody else who can help you on the 10% so that's now you working with somebody else and two people that's okay because now next time he learned it 10% because you need to empower your team to do it if you are doing everything yourself why are you hired them at the first place it's wrong hire right no that 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 makes a lot of sense just thinking about it that way yeah. any other to maybe you could share three tips for our audience and then maybe we'll give them the link to go buy your book and maybe not yeah, yeah. no more yeah so the t- tips is like always believe into your team and whatever they are missing your role as a leader is to empower them to gain what they want to do what they want to achieve in their life ask the, not only a job question hey anthony what you want to achieve in your life what's your number one goal how can i help you to how can i support you to achieve it 
Now people not only work with you for less salary, they will never leave you. And they will give you much better ideas because they are dealing with the front line with your customers, leads, prospects. They will give you everything and you need to be accessible to your team. At, there's no hierarchy. Hey, come on, tell me anytime. Right. I think that's key. And that's a key part because now we live in a world where people want to do the good work and they want to create an impact. So you want to ask a question, hey, what you are passionate about? How can I support you to achieve your objective? Then you know when the impact uh, goal factors are aligned, then you hire the right type of people in your team. Now everybody love to go and work on that. How many people go on a Monday morning and enjoy the work? What they do? They say, oh my God, oh my God, it's a Monday again. I say, thanks God, it's a Monday again. It's a different mindset altogether. Right, right. And, and, and I guess the question, do you have any tips on hiring and retaining? And you, you mentioned um, a little bit, you know, how yeah. do you almost from the start pick that right person or right people, right team to help to have those same goals that you do as a company, because a lot of times people come and go, unfortunately, that's just reality, but yeah. is there a way to minimize that a little bit more? First of all, even though they, they left you, they left your company, you want them to be a better person where they went before the day they joined your company. That's a key part. It, it's okay. Wherever they go, they may be helping you to establish a national, next relationship somewhere in the referral network. So you want to have a good feeling about even that they're leaving you. That's okay. How to hire the best people? Keep it to yourself, Anthony. Don't tell anyone. Okay. If you're watching this, keep it to yourself because that's your competitive edge for you to get a better people in your team. Whoever you are trying to hire, ask them, give me the name of three companies you work with. They will send you via email and like a reference check. And then next thing is ask them to set up a meeting with them. Don't call them. Even though they are giving you the phone number and email, don't call them yourself. Ask them to set up the meeting with them for you. If they can't set up those three meetings from their past, uh, don't hire them. Hmm. You know, you probably want to know why. Because most of the people leave that company on a bad terms. They can't set up, call the previous boss, hey, Anthony, can you please speak with Siddiqui as my prospective employer, you know, so because they, they left them in a bad term. If they left them in a bad term, guess what? You are the next victim. Exactly. They exactly. can't set up. And don't tell them open-ended, hey, so can you set up this me these three meetings in last in next one week, you know? And then, really... you, and then talk to all of them, three of them. Before you even do the interview, the candidate, that's the first thing you want to check. It's a character. Right. And then you ask them, what should I, you know, I need to know about this person. If I ask him this question, how he would answer it. And ask the reverse question, the other side, if the answer doesn't match, guess what? They don't have no binding. There's no, they don't know each other. Just like a, somebody, you know. Right. So that's that, why you're simple. Just one liner. They're not much. It's not a complete science. Right. Not and that's complete. what I was going to say. Yeah, very then, simple. Then after that, once they go through this process, because they are investing their own time to actually set up the meeting for you, you talk to them for five minutes. That's it. It's not much, no. Sure. So and then things. then you hire out of hundred people, around ninety they will never be able to set up three meetings for you. The right. remaining ten will set up the meetings. 
And out of 10, around three people will be actually the, you really want to interview. Then you ask them and then you tell them the company value and what you are trying to look for. See what's your match and what's my match. And then what's your why? What's my why? Everything match. Then you will end up in out of 100, probably one person hiring. However, the other 90%, you, I'm not going to stream, go through all the resumes. There's no way. I don't need to. I just give them the task to do and they won't do 90% people won't do it anyway. I don't want them. They don't should not be here anyway. So it's all good for both parties. Right. Those those are great tips for for like you said, both parties and um, you know those those three success secrets. I'm sure you can find more in the new success secrets book uh, by Muhammad. How can how can my listeners and audience uh, find your book? Where can they purchase it or read it? There's a little website called Amazon.com. Little. Type in new success secrets by Mohammed Siddiq. You probably can put a link, uh, you know, here too in the description somewhere. And or maybe if they don't feel like how to search on LinkedIn on, on uh, Amazon, just go on my website, meetsiddiq.com. It's right on the homepage. Great. And that's how people can find you. Is that the best way? Meetsadiq.com? Meetsadiq is, is my ID everywhere, including on Clubhouse, All on, on LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, wherever you find me, just, you know, Instagram, same thing. Excellent. Consistency. Cons- yeah, like same. It's a brand. You know, McDonald's is called McDonald's. It doesn't matter where you go. Right. <laughs> right. com. We'll have a link to um, uh, Muhammad's everything he just mentioned, um, including his website, Clubhouse, LinkedIn, you know, all his social media handles as well in the description box. And if you like what you heard and or saw today, if you can please give us a rating on iTunes and review, it would help myself and Muhammad get their message out to a greater audience. We would really appreciate that. And we'd love to have Muhammad back on the show uh, when he writes his uh, next book. And, and we're very interested to, to learn more about that and, and have you on again. Thank you, Anthony. Thank you for watching and listening. Great. Thank you.